It's all about the destination, not the journey. My weekly market review, September 11th, 2022. A holiday shortened week began uneventfully with little of interest coming over the newswires and markets simply drifted along the path of least resistance, which is currently downwards. Things soon began to pick up steam to the downside though, as the Chinese city of Chengdu extended COVID lockdowns for the majority of its 21 million residents due to rising infection numbers, dimming the demand outlook for oil and sending the price of crude oil and stocks lower. Then a new report from the Institute for Supply Management showed unexpected U.S. growth in the services sector from a month ago. New orders and business activity actually accelerated from a month previous. Hardly evidence of an economic slowdown. Chalk up yet another justification for the Fed's program of aggressive interest rate rises, and the market's sinking feeling grew stronger. Fed Chair Jerome Powell then notably failed to walk back his previously extremely hawkish comments in a speech he gave on Thursday where he made it clear yet again that the central bank is thoroughly committed to tackling inflation and staying aggressive until it falls back to its 2% target. Powell's appearance followed the decision of the European Central Bank, the ECB, to raise interest rates in the Eurozone by three quarters of a percent on Thursday. The ECB's target rate is now above zero for the first time since Kelly Clarkson came out with the highly dubious assertion in 2012 that anything that doesn't kill you for some reason actually makes you stronger. The ECB's rate hike, following a half percent increase as recently as July, was the biggest increase since Brittany invited her baby to hit her one more time in the early days of Europe's Monetary Union in 1999. The bank is moving aggressively to combat record levels of inflation, even as an energy crisis puts Europe on the brink of recession. And the bank made it clear that rate rises would not stop there. The death of Queen Elizabeth II, while sad, had little effects on the markets, although trading activity may slow in the UK with an official period of mourning and likely upcoming additional national holidays for the funeral and for Charles III's coronation. Nothing Chair Powell said dampened the expectations of a three quarters of a percent rise in interest rates at the next Fed meeting on September 21st, with markets pricing that probability at 84%. The size of the rate increase and its frequency over the coming weeks and months is the journey. It is, however, important to keep in mind that the more important variable here is not the journey, but the destination. This is the terminal rate when it comes to interest rates. That is to say, at what level and when the Fed will stop hiking rates. The journey by which the Fed reaches the destination is less important than exactly where that final destination ends up being. Market expectation for the terminal rate is currently around 4% by March 2023. And keeping an eye on how this number moves up and down is probably more important than analyzing the shit out of a single rise of half or three quarters of a percent in September, which is simply a milestone on the way to that destination. 
After taking an initial dive on Powell's comments, the market then decided that actually there was nothing new here and prices stabilized quickly. The oversold bounce was always going to happen after a miserable three weeks and was just looking for a catalyst. Fed speak, for once, was a bit more dovish than hawkish, and it was this that provided the needed spark for that inevitable oversold bounce. In a speech, Deputy Chair Leo Brainard seemed to make a deliberate point of noting the risks involved in raising rates too quickly as well as too slowly, and highlighted recent progress indicating that the rising rate of inflation may have topped. Indeed, if Powell hadn't explicitly ruled it out a week earlier, her speech would have given hope to those who used to believe in a Fed pivot back to lower rates sometime soon. But it was enough to trigger an oversold bounce that lasted right the way through to Friday's close, leaving markets meaningfully higher for the shorter week, essentially erasing the previous week's steep losses.